This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Great to have you along over the noon hour as usual. Libby is on assignment and returns a week from today, actually. It seems to happen far too often when there are multiple pedestrian fatalities in the GTA over a short period of time. This latest short period of time began yesterday afternoon in Mississauga when a 79-year-old woman was hit and killed by a truck leaving a job site. Then last night there were two separate fatalities, both around 7.30. One in East Toronto near Midland and Lawrence. A man in his 60s was killed when he was struck by an SUV. And in Mississauga, a woman was struck and killed near Mississauga Road and Dundas West. And then this morning, around 6.30, a woman was killed when she was hit by a bus in Brampton. What is going on? I want to hear from you. What are you seeing when you're out there sharing the roads, whether you're a driver, pedestrian, or cyclist? Is it simply a matter of not paying attention, being distracted? And it's not just the drivers. Pedestrians sometimes, oftentimes, depending on the neighborhood, don't have their attention fully on their surroundings. We'd like to hear from you. If you have comments, questions, concerns, or suggestions on how to improve the situation, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Joining me in studio is Sergeant Alex Cruz of Toronto Police Traffic Services. Welcome, Sergeant. Thanks for having me. Great to have you back here at the Zoomerplex. And on the line is Sean Marshall, co-founder of Walk Toronto and a former member of the City of Toronto Pedestrian Advisory Committee. Sean Hello. Uh, We'll start with you, Sergeant. I know only one of the four fatalities was in Toronto Police Jurisdiction, but what can you offer us in terms of an explanation for what happened at Midland and Lawrence? Well, I'll just briefly describe uh, what uh, we uh, have done so far. About 7.32 last night, uh, we received a radio call in regards to a personal injury collision at uh, the intersection of Midland Avenue and Dorcott Avenue. Uh, so when officers arrived on scene, uh, we had a 52-year-old woman that was uh, driving a Ford Escape southbound on Midland Avenue towards Dorcott and we had a 57-year-old male pedestrian that was crossing Midland, just north of uh, Dorcott Avenue. Now, the Ford Escape did come into contact with that uh, pedestrian, and uh, the pedestrian sustained some life-threatening injuries and unfortunately succumbed to those injuries while he was uh, at the scene of the, the collision. It doesn't sound like he was crossing at a crosswalk or lights. He was north of the intersection. Right. Uh, in your experience, um, and... That might be one of the suggestions, crossing at uh, pedestrian crossings. How best can you protect yourself out there when you're walking? Well, we have infrastructure in place for exactly uh, things like this. Uh, uh, If you're a pedestrian, please cross at the crosswalk or pedestrian crossovers. Uh, Before crossing the road, you may have the right of way, but 
get eye contact with that driver who may be making a turn to make sure that they see you because you know they may be wrong you may be right but when you have that motor vehicle coming into contact with you it's it's not going to be a good situation there'll be catastrophic uh, you know uh, consequences so uh, just we you have to look after yourself and drivers we want you to put down the phones do away with the distractions. Don't drive high. Don't drive impaired. You need to pay attention to what you're doing out there because when you do hit a pedestrian or a cyclist, you do cause the most damage. And we will be talking about the new, uh, they're coming December 18th, the new impaired driving rules that will be used by police forces across the country. We'll be doing that at about 20 past the hour, but uh, that is just one of the of the main issues why drivers are distracted or not focused properly is that they are impaired. Um, Now, in terms of the distracted driving, are you still pulling over a lot of people who are using uh, handheld cell phones? Yeah, I believe the last statistic we put out there um, was around 7,000 provincial offense tickets uh, year to date for drive distracted. So people are still doing it. Uh, and in January 1st, the, there are going to be some significant increases to the penalties for that. Uh, if you're caught distracted driving, you're going to receive a three-day license suspension, up to a $1,000 fine. So we take this stuff very seriously. So does the, the, the government. What you're doing out there is creating a lot of, uh, you know, chaos and and uh, people are getting hurt as a result of it. And of course, we see pedestrians. I mean, here in Liberty Village, we see pedestrians, uh, young working people holding their phones, reading their texts as they're crossing the streets. Uh, it would seem that uh, mobile phones uh, have caused an, an increase of pedestrian fatalities. Would that be fair to say? Oh, I don't know that uh, we have any statistics on whether or not that is the case, but uh, everybody needs to do their part. So if you're a pedestrian, you're walking along, you need to pay attention to what's going on around you. Same with cyclists. Uh, obey the rules of the road, pay attention to what's going on around you, and especially drivers. Well, and I find if I'm walking downtown, I remind myself, okay, if I need to retrieve a text or I absolutely have to return an email, pull over to the side close to a building and do your text so that you're not impeding the flow of the traffic on the sidewalk. And of course, then you're not uh, taking your focus away from uh, the other traffic around you. Well, absolutely. It's uh, First of all, that's being, I guess, you know, very nice. So you're putting on your blinker, exactly. <laughs> your personal pedestrian blinker. Uh, signal your lane change, <laughs> yes. right, and come to a safe stop. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Well, let's bring in Sean Marshall, co-founder right. of Walk Toronto. Hi, Sean. Hi. Um, wh- what do you see as as the major problem uh, when we get a, a cycle of pedestrian fatalities like we have over the last day? Well, I agree with Sergeant Cruz uh, the fact that um, everybody needs to pay lots of attention. That um, I didn't I didn't know that. Um, at the at the Dorcott and Midland intersection, the pedestrian was outside the crosswalk. You get the news reports, and it's not always clear the, the physics there. And we at Rock Trial would definitely agree that pedestrians, there's things pedestrians can do to be, to be safe. If there's, a, if there's a crosswalk nearby, use it and, and, and wait for light, um, you know, and, and, and look, look out for everybody else. Um, sometimes, though, it can be difficult to make eye contact with drivers if they're distracted or if they're behind deep tinted windows, for example. But it's, it's something that I, I try to do on a daily basis. I walk, I walk to and from work every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I noticed that you know we have 45, uh, 45 pedestrian cyclists killed so far in Tor- uh, Toronto this year. Forty pedestrians. Seventeen of the forty pedestrians, almost half, were killed in Scarborough, and and. And only 
three or possibly four were were um, uh, were killed in in the old state in the old state Toronto. Uh, so so what does that say about the way the roads are constructed? In terms of uh, how it's affecting pedestrians, why do you think that that is the case? Well, part of the re- uh, part of the problem that that I see that we see at Block Toronto is that uh, many of the suburban uh, intersections are uh, uh, have wider lanes, they're wider streets. Um, they they allow for higher speeds. Yeah, and even at uh, cross, uh, even at uh, intersections where pedestrians be crossing with the with the light with the walk signal. Um, there's some drivers. Uh, some drivers take unnecessary risks. They may not uh, make stop before making a right turn on red, or might be going too fast. We've had uh, pedestrians killed while on the sidewalk in Toronto. So a, there, there are things pedestrians could be, be safe, uh, but it's, that's not just. It's not the only issue that that we see here. That um, there's a lot of risk going. A lot of risk going on. And pedestrians, yes, they take risks. But they're the ones who suffer the, the the most consequences of those risks. Sergeant, you want to add to that? Yeah, absolutely. The the, the faster, the higher the speed of a motor vehicle when it comes in contact to a, a pedestrian or a cyclist, the, the likelihood of that pedestrian or cyclist passing away is increased mm-hmm. dramatically. So, uh, like he was suggesting, yeah, it is a little more wide open uh, out in the uh, the suburbs as it is posted in the the downtown core. So speeds do increase, and as a result, we get uh, those uh, serious collisions. <laughs> Uh, I would be remiss if we didn't talk about the Vision Zero program. We know it exists. Uh, Mayor Tory announced it coming up on two years in January. But we're not seeing any real evidence that the measures are working, Sean. No. Um, there's a few things that, that were implemented that are useful. We've seen um, on some downtown streets uh, speed limits reduced. We've seen uh, new new bike routes. We've seen the, the King Street pilots. And those are all all things that in a way uh, benefit uh, pedestrians as well. This traffic slowed down, but in and we've seen on day forth the the speed limit reduced from fifty to forty. Of drivers that hits a pedestrian, likelihood of pedestrian being killed is much less as well. But it's not enough. Um, in some other um, parts of Toronto, you're seeing these senior safety zone signs, mm-hmm. and without. Any other changes to, to the road infrastructure, improved um, sight lines, improved lighting, reduced speed limits, and perhaps other measures be taken to slow, uh, slow down cars and improve, um, make it easier for pedestrians to cross streets, more crosswalks, um, narrower uh, radius at, at intersections so that car uh, that that motors have to slow down a little bit more to make a right turn, and there's a bit more room in the. Uh, into the crosswalk for pedestrians to, to cross safely within within the time allotted. Okay, we're these, are, little, these sure. are things that can be done to improve pedestrian safety, especially in the suburbs. We are all using the roads, whether we're driving, cycling, or walking, and depending on different times of the day or the week, we could be doing all three. Let's go to you, the Zoomer Radio listener, and see what you have to say about this issue of pedestrian safety. Jan in Guelph. Go ahead, Jan. Hello, uh, Libby. Jane, all yeah, it's okay. I, I'll be quick. All I have to say is that people should, re- drivers should remember when they get in their car, they are in control of a lethal weapon that can kill. My, my husband drilled that into our children when they were learning to drive, and people should remember that. Put away your phones, put away the coffee, anything that distracts you, forget it. 
concentrate on your driving. That's Thank all you. I have to say. Thank you for that advice. Uh, Sergeant Cruz, that it does sort of send a message, doesn't it? That you are driving this monstrous piece of metal. Exactly. And then what she was saying is put away your distractions, you know, the coffee, like concentrate on what you're doing because that concentration could save somebody's life. You know, uh, well, just even a small child darting out on a, you know, a side street going after a ball. If you're looking down, changing the radio, having a coffee, putting makeup on, checking your phone, there's all kinds of different distractions. If you're not paying attention, you could potentially strike that young, you know, child running out. But if you're paying attention, you could save a life. Right. Let's go to Nina in Toronto. Hi, Nina. You're next on Zoomer Radio. Hey, Jane. Nice to hear your voice. Glad Thank to you. hear that you're there today. I'm, uh, my biggest pet peeve and concern is in the small community four-way stops. Whenever I'm walking my dog to the park, I have to go by a four-way stop. I'd say nine times out of ten, before I've cleared the front of their grill, the driver, who's supposed to come to a proper stop, is starting to inch 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 closer to me while I'm still right in the line of their car. If my dog decides to stop because some little piece of food is on the ground or something like that, mm-hmm. we nearly get hit. And this happens with great frequency. So it's a matter of wide berth, creating more of a space between you and the other person sharing the road. Absolutely. And the other part that happens is if I take the approach of pious and righteousness and stick up my hand and say, you know, in that midnight cowboy sort of way, I'm walking here, (laughs) (laughs) I'm walking here, um, then they get annoyed as though they haven't done anything wrong. And I think they've done something wrong. They think they've done something wrong or that I, you know what I'm trying to say. I do, uh, yes. Well, you you have to advocate for yourself. Thanks for for calling in, Nina. Uh, It brings to mind uh, an anecdote uh, that happened to me, uh, leaving Liberty Village uh, just in the last couple of weeks. There are, as I was saying, a lot of pedestrians here. I had stopped a pedestrian, a mail carrier was crossing the street. He wasn't quite on the sidewalk, and I started to to move ahead. And he turned to me, and he sort of waved his hand, and he made eye contact with me. And right away, I realized he was not fully on the sidewalk. And I I just said, I'm sorry, I'm out, I'm sorry, uh, because... That's what we're all supposed to be doing, waiting until that pedestrian is on the sidewalk. Well, that's at pedestrian crossovers. Yes. And also, if there's a school crossing guard at the intersection, the law states that you have to wait until that pedestrian is off of the roadway. They're actually on to the sidewalk before proceeding. Now, at the four-way stops or an automated traffic signal without a school crossing guard, you don't have to do that. But, it, it, but it's, it's a courtesy. It's, it's exactly. Yeah, we and need I get to be that. courtesy or, or, or uh, courteous. courteous when it comes to when we're driving this car. And let the pedestrian clear. I mean, like that lady was talking about her, her pooch. You know, I, I've had a dog. And yeah, squirrel, they get distracted quite easily, right? Yes. So make sure they're, they're off safely before, before proceeding. What is it going to cost you an extra two or three seconds? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's quite silly when you think about it. Let's go. Oh, go ahead, Sean. Sure. And uh, on the... On Sunday, 25th, there was a person who was killed at four-way stop in Scarborough as well. And there's, those, those are marked crosswalks. Four-way stops themselves, if, uh, if a driver needs to actually stop at those four-way stops, and I don't see that enough time. I don't, I sometimes I don't even see cyclists uh, just racing through uh, stops, uh, stop signs, never mind uh, uh, cars. I'm seeing this with increasing frequency is that um, four-way stops are ignored or treated as yield signs, and that's not how they should be treated. 
I agree. So a lot of rolling stops out there. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so people aren't able to fully gather their thoughts. Um, And I mean, that's the reason you're supposed to come to a complete stop. For those of us who've been around the block a few times and have been pulled over as younger drivers Uh for not doing so. Uh, I don't know whether it's uh, aging, what it is, but I I figure, you know what, I am coming to a dead stop and without fail. But that wasn't always the case. It it shows you why older drivers are treated better with their insurance. So true. Yes. Uh, let's go to Siva in Toronto. Hi, Siva. Go ahead. I just want to say that I was almost killed three times crossing a green light at Jane and Emmett, twice by the same lady at 7 o'clock in the morning. And you, you can't figure why they can't see your crossing. So what I did, I went out and I bought a spotlight and I walked with it at all times. And I think that's the best thing for seniors because no one sees us. That's an excellent idea, and and uh, thank you for calling in with that. Um, it also brings to light uh, the other suggestions and tips as pedestrians, what we can be doing. And she brings up an excellent point about being seen with the light. For sure. But you see so many pedestrians out there wearing dark clothing at yes, night. And it's only by fluke sometimes that you see them just the way that they move. Yep. And, you know, and they may be walking with their back, you know, towards traffic, which doesn't help the situation. Or when we get inclement weather, it's raining, it's dark, you know, those type of situations with somebody dressed in dark clothing, you know, can, you know, have be basically a recipe for disaster. So if you can make yourself more visible, and like, I think that's a great idea. If you're out walking, you know, have a flashlight. You know, it was just this morning, I was walking to work from the GO train. Uh, the lady was out walking her dog. The dog had a lighted collar on. And you could see it from some distance. So, you know, those type of things, when it's dark out, if you can make yourself more visible, it's just going to help yourself and also the drivers on the road. We do need to change topics. But uh, before I let you both go, I want to I want to talk to you about how we go about not having this conversation again, because we've had it in the past. We're having yeah. it again today. Uh, how do we avoid a situation where we have four pedestrian fatalities in the GTA in 24 hours? Uh, Sean, Sean Marshall of Walk Toronto, you go first. Sure, I think that everybody just uh, always needs to pay attention to their surroundings, especially drivers, and need to respect the rules of the road. Now, pedestrians, yes, don't look at your phones while crossing the streets, but I think it's more important that the onus is on the driver to um, keep to the speed limit, drive according to conditions, stop at those stop signs, and, and, um, and, and stop those red lights before making that right turn. Um, don't don't speed and just watch out for everybody else's on, on the road. You never know uh, what, could, what could happen and drive very uh, drive defensively. And Sergeant, your final words of advice? So a, a big part of the solution is uh, everybody, individuals, uh, doing what they need to do. And they have to make this a priority uh, to commit to changing. And uh, if we can do that, it, things will start uh, you know, changing. And so, again, to drivers, put down the phones. Don't drive high. Don't drive impaired. That is a huge issue right there that's causing some chaos on the road right now. And that puts us in a nice position to transition to our next topic. Sergeant Alex Cruz, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Sean Marshall, we'll talk to you again. All right, thank you. Hopefully under better circumstances. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. 
Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.